Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. It's Friday, it's 11.35, and that means Tech Talk. Uh, Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing and the CEO of Vacuman. Thank you, sir. One of the uh, Avengers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the savior of Hamilton, yeah, I assure exactly. you, sir. Exactly, exactly. Uh, we are brought to you, of course, by Hamilton Limousine. Uh, Marcus and the Great Gang at Hamilton Limousine, uh, which uh, sponsors our show here every day. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, very well. You know, I'm, I'm enjoying this weather. It's actually perfect. The colors are great. I love Hamilton this time of season. You know what? I, I was just saying, uh, I went to the Mum Show last week and uh, we go every year Michelle and I love the mom show I've been doing this since the girls were my daughters were very little it's the thing it's the thing you do man it is beautiful Hamilton is absolutely gorgeous this time of year you look at the escarpment you can just really just the, I mean the flowers and the mums they did a always do a phenomenal sh- uh, job it's my first time actually at the greenhouse this year the new one and, and it was amazing so I love Hamilton this time of year it's well, the best city. I, well yeah because we're right on the edge of the, of the woods up in Lancaster so I mean we see it at both sides there during yeah. into the street and as a matter of fact, this morning, uh, when I'm leaving for work, it was about 4.15, uh, and I'm pulling off the street onto the main road, and right there is a deer. Oh. Standing right there, just kind of, you know, having yeah, bre- breakfast, yeah. I suppose, and I just kind of slowed down and, you know, <laughs> put the lights away, but they're right there. Right. Uh, and, and the colors that we see on the and the forest there are just incredible. That's, it is. That's a conservation area on the other side there by Stonehenge and, uh, and Stone yes, Church yeah, yeah. in Ancaster. So it's just go for a walk if you got time. One hundred percent. It is just wow, it's stunning. I love this time. I mean, it's going to be ending fairly soon. I hear Edmonton's getting a winter storm yeah. of a lifetime and everything. So I'm getting ready. The snowblower is ready to go and it's grease. So yeah, my, I'm set. my neighbor just got back from Calgary and said they had about three or four inches of snow there. Yeah, so no thanks. It's happening. Uh, any if you fly, you maybe don't recognize the fact that they always have to have a uh, a control tower. I mean, yeah. you know, but for the people that work in there, and I knew a couple of people that were traffic controllers, and they say it's essential that it be there and it'd be nice and tall so yep. you can see everything that's going on. That's right. So apparently not anymore. Well, this is apparently it's been tested over the last five years, and they're now rolling out new airports in Switzerland. Of course, Europe always seems to be always a little ahead. ahead. Of, always ahead um, of the curve. Anyway, but yeah, the control towers are no longer being installed in new airports in Europe. And the reason is, is because the technology they have, the cameras, the sensors, uh, you know, the artificial intelligence that is being relayed uh, back to a main building. And it's not there isn't air traffic controllers. They're just located in a central tower that can now operate multiple airports in one building. And uh, when you take a look at the, the actual facility within the building, imagine like all four walls, like a studio or a small room that's 10 by 10, and it's a 360 degree screen. So it's almost like virtual reality that the the traffic controller can look through multiple angles of the actual airfield. It's got way more technology to see through fog conditions, uh, snowy conditions, Whereas, you know, the uh, the idea of the snow t- or the uh, uh, the towers in, in most airports were that it gave them height. They were able to see clearly. They could see when the plane was approaching. All I can say is that Die Hard version 7 is going to have a difficult time <laughs> coming up with a script. That's all there is. So it is interesting to see that our new technology and the levels of which we have as cameras, because we are being watched everywhere. Sure. At least this is being used in a new technology capable of, of offsetting. Co- this is going to save millions, if not trillions of dollars long long term because of the staffing issues and the and the development obviously the capability of controlling these airplanes the biggest issue is or the biggest reason is that most aircraft soon are going to be a electric and b will be fully autonomous yeah 
And so how do you control that is by having an autonomous airport. And they're almost there now. Pretty much. I mean, like, I think we're going to see, we'll probably have that in a few more tech talks. I didn't want to get into it too quick, but Uber has very clearly stated that they're working on that fully autonomous uh, helicopter, the drone. I mean, they're called drones. I mean, we're no longer going to call them helicopters anymore, but drone systems are going to be developed 100%, and and airplanes are going to be very much in that same light. There's old movies, and I'm I'm talking back in the 50s and 60s, and, and one of the plots Scares, always scares the daylights out of people. Is something happens to the pilot? That's right. And, and some, you know, some air, you know, flight attendant who's never been behind right. the wheel of a car, let alone an airplane. Uh, you know, okay, now touch that button to do this, and right. uh, and they land the plane safely, and everybody lives happily ever after. But I, a friend of mine who's an air traffic controller said, "Look, we have the technology right now that if something like that happened, we can pretty much get the plane down." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, the air traffic and the capabilities. Well, and I mean, we saw that it's, uh, all, it's all computers, one hundred percent, and it gives off obviously the capability of. of running systems and automatic, uh, I would say the autonomous capability of operating gives the element of, of sending signals back and forth. In fact, that's why, isn't that the reason the seven is the 767s got grounded? Uh, was because their computer systems were offline and was their uh, their, their whole uh, mechanisms were misleading and sending the wrong signal, forcing the plane to crash. So the fact is that, yes, we're already there. I mean, to the level of what we're doing with automated cars, this is one step uh, way ahead of where vehicles are at. All right. Speaking of uh, incredible vehicles, tell yes. me about this uh, souped-up shopping cart. Well, you know this what? This is Sobeys, right? This is, you know, I, I and maybe I'm, I've been saying this quite a bit. Most of the arguments out there is, this is a job killer. It's going to create, you know, when they had the self-checkouts, where you had to go in and you could self-checkout, they, it was very clear it was meant for efficiencies. It was no. also a cost savings. I don't use them. And neither do we. I mean, part of it is is, is the convenience of being able to go up and be able to see the teller on the other side. Uh, you know, uh, one of my daughters works at a grocery market, thank goodness that she's got a part-time job. So, you know what? In that way, I support it. But I'm not going to talk about the job component of it. What I'm going to talk about today is, of course, is called Tech Talk. And with that, this really isn't that great tech. Now, when I saw these, I'm like, first of all, the grocery carts are smaller. So maybe they're trying to help you not buy as many groceries. That might be a good thing. The other thing is, it's like you're carting around an old mobile computer. I mean, heck, if we're talking about trying to release or not carry so much electronics with us, this is not the way to go. So you've got an iPad device. It does a automatic with sensors and cameras. And of course, course it's going to get smarter as they claim with artificial intelligence it's going to weigh your bulk items your vegetables your fruits it's going to let you put the items in and instantly scan it automatically tell you how much your cart is worth and then there's a little area where you can tap and pay so you can be able to pay for your groceries all i know in hamilton is that uh i'm willing to bet i'm going to see that in a few alleys somewhere somehow it's going to be somewhere out on the street but aside from all that this technology is old and I mean, I know it's brand new, and I'm sure this is going to be like, I'm probably the only tech guy going, this is outdated. And it hasn't even launched. They're just putting it in the Oakville store. This is old, folks. I mean, this is equal to today, Bill and I having a welcome to Tech Talk, and we're really excited to launch the new BlackBerry Torch. It's got touchscreen, <laughs> and it's amazing. No, this is, uh, yeah, it's new if you think about what it can do, but we, sp- we spoke about this. Amazon is already licensing the ability to have a, a walk in, grab your products off the shelf and walk out with it already paid. Yeah. 
There's there's no weighing. There's no develop. It's walk in, walk out. There is no uh, uh, other elements. There's no self pay sort of thing. So it is a. I feel this is almost like a, hey, look where we're going in the U.S. with our technology, and Canada's coming in with a hey, your grocery cart's going to be a little smarter. It's also going to be a bit thicker. It's going to be a lot heavier. Um, but it's technology, right? So I think this is actually a little bit too much. We're talking about technology that's outdated already, and they haven't even launched it. Sorry, Sobeys. I mean, they're not going to – hopefully, they're not big advertisers. I probably did not help that situation. Well, we'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, uh, Jeff. Because, no, the, what, the Sobeys I shop at doesn't do – I, I thought it was innovative when they put the cup holder in the box. So, <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. Well, I think this is – you know, again, is it a job killer? The idea was that there's a claim that they're going to be coming out with more jobs because they're going to be helping customers. You know what? You want to create a job. You want to be able to do the self-pickup. I think that's a great job job developer. That's the one where you can order online, request for the products that you want, have it bagged, have it ready, drive to the grocery, which already exists. It works in the PC banks or PC bank, the PC Loblaws environments. You can now pre-order on your app and someone has to go get those groceries. Someone has to put it into the bag and has to do the process. But, but how that. do they come up with this BS that it's creating jobs? Well, I mean, when, when I, was, the, I, 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 I don't want to get into the prehistoric days, but I mean, when I was going to school, uh, and, and I worked at Miracle Food Mart up on yeah. the mountain there. Uh, there were like 12 registers, and there was a cashier and a packer at each register. That's right. You had bu- so, some of us went and collected buggies out in the parking lot, and some of us were stocking shelves. I mean, there was a lot of people. You go into a store now, they've still got 15 cashiers, but there's only two of them open well, well, at any given time. There's no packer <laughs> yeah. there. Right? You have to do that on your own, or they do it for you. That's and right. then they were always pushing you to this self-serve. That's right. And I feel badly. I mean, I know some of the staff up there, and I said, "This is you're basically saying, go on over here so I'm going to lose my job i mean it's it's ridiculous what they're doing right yes 100 percent. and i think this is i mean but on the other side talking on their behalf if i may because you know as a small business owner i get it it's a cost to any business they're trying i make, get it i get fast it. fast food's doing it everyone's doing it and so this is one of those they're creating a convenience i mean sobeys in this case is creating a convenience it's supposed to be the self-checkout without the aggravation of the self-checkout all right. Good. God bless them. We'll see how this rolls. Uh, one of the highlights every time you go to get your physical or go to see your doctor in the office, of course, is that one time when you have to take your shirt off yep. and he uh, goes to the freezer and takes the stethoscope out and sticks it right on your chest. That's right. Uh, but <laughs> apparently that's old technology now. You know what? It is old technology. I didn't realize this. Do you know it's 200 years old? That technology of a stethoscope is actually two centuries old. And I mean, I, I, I don't know. I just kind of assumed it was maybe, okay, older. It's been around since the, uh, obviously the, the, the 20s and so forth in my in my view but yes it is going to become one of those products which we look at and think it's a staple of a doctor is going to be obsolete what what are they going to use well it's hard to believe maybe not our smart technology as we speak about our smart watches uh we talk about our apps being much smarter apple's got a very very robust smart uh, intelligent uh, product. The Indiana Indianapolis Medical School is no longer letting their students learn with stethoscopes. It's actually almost like a, a, a curriculum that is a, an elective. It's no longer a, uh, a necessary because you can now buy equipment for two hundred to five hundred dollars. A doctor can connect it to their smartwatch or smartphone, and they can actually get probably better readings, better heart rates, better oxygen levels than a stethoscope can because it relies on the doctor's uh, uh, kind of thoughts or or their professional understanding. Meanwhile, the smart 
devices are very capable of listening to your heart and understanding all of these issues. What what may be causing uh, murmurs or ab- abnormal rhythms or otherwise. These are going to become much more advanced. So today's medical students, move, and I can't speak for our Canadian system, but they are starting to rotate and start to teach. There's better ways, more efficient ways, and less expensive ways for our future doctors to walk in. So expect your doctor to walk in with a smartphone, hook it up to a device. Of course, the headphone jack is dead. And they're going to be able to use Bluetooth. And in some capacity, uh, they'll be listening to your heart with... uh with that new smart device. Excellent stuff. Uh, what's going on with deepfake? Well, deepfake, as we know, is a big Facebook issue, and that's not done. We'll be talking about that for a while, a while because Facebook has allowed it, and they said it's perfectly fine for political campaigns. Microsoft is definitely on board, but the big one is Amazon is now in the fight with these three companies, and all of them have committed. Amazon has just announced they've committed over a million dollars for research towards Facebook and Microsoft to attempt to fight on deepfake. It is a very serious issue. Why would that be the case? Because expect Amazon folks to come out more with uh, technology that we were expecting before, which I had mentioned previous. They are not just the shopping cart. They are no longer just the Prime TV. They're also going to be looking at launching their own search engines and their own marketing in the future. That's Adam's prediction. That is not a fact. So I just tell you this because Amazon's very perturbed or very concerned. They're going to be caught into this deep fake issue in the new political future. All right. Uh, I saw your Facebook posting yesterday, or today, I guess it was. It was this yeah. morning uh, about your next car. Oh, yeah. All right. And I, oh. I love Lexus. They're a great car. They're, I, I'm t- one of the most reliable cars on the road these days. Uh, this is a different kind of beast, though. Oh, baby. Let me tell you something. This, the, the, You know what? I'm glad you brought this one up. We have a list of topics. This one, the Lexus LF Electrified. You know when you get that goosebump feeling, the hairs on the back of your head? It's kind of like you know that, that feeling of excitement flowing through your veins? This is me. It's a prototype. I get it. But what they're claiming is that in the next five years, it has gold-wing doors. I mean, come on. This, Go- this is a Back to the Future car. This is this is a DeLorean yeah. feature that came out, okay? Number one. Number two, it's got a HUD display for passenger and for driver, okay? And when I say head-up display, not just on the windshield, the whole window, the side, the front, the back, the whole front, and it's all hair-controlled. That's not the best. No, 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 folks. This comes with even one more little feature and caveat that just made Adam go, Lexus, baby. This is, this is what sold you on it. <laughs> It was the drone. It comes with a drone. What, what would you need a drone for? What, well, that doesn't make any sense. A drone will be able to follow you. And what would happen is, as you get out of your vehicle, you'll be able to, the drone is meant to help the vehicle self-drive, meaning find a parking spot, uh, and keep tabs on your vehicle. As your vehicle is needing to move, of course, we talked about this. This is almost innovative to a problem that doesn't even exist, Bill. It will actually, as it's driving, the drone will do aerial circumference and it will keep an eye on where the car needs to go to avoid parking it's like what it's almost like watching and having an air traffic control watch your car it then will be able to fly back arrive where you and your guest or your your significant other so this would be me and michelle at dinner our drone would return park with us and be able to give us a good response and respects to say your car's ready drone go get my vehicle this is amazing i'm like this is i know i'm super pumped because this is the first time i've seen a car deploy and this is real this is not movie stuff this isn't you know terminator this isn't minority report this is real this is adam's car 2025 i'm super excited 
sorry, I drayed on too much about that. So Lexus is getting way too much attention here. <laughs> well, get off the fence, will you? Please. <laughs> I can't make my mind up here, Bill. I seriously. Can't. Uh, I, you come up with some interesting stats on this stuff all the time. I mentioned yeah. we were gonna, you wanted to talk about some of these new Google apps, and we'll do that in just a second. Yeah. But you also dug up this rather interesting fact here about you Uber customers. They are. Uh, parsimonious. Well, you know what? <laughs> that means cheap. We, <laughs> You know, the one thing that's quite interesting is exactly that. We, You know, data that we share is obviously somewhat intrusive. However, information has been shared by Uber directly that customers do not tip their drivers. 1%, 1% of, of customers. This is out of all the uh, uh, orders, and, and they've got facts. Now, of course, the only thing this doesn't register is if they give cash. Okay, so yeah. to be fair, there is sometimes people still carry cash. 1%, though, will only tip directly through uh, uh, through the app. And further, women drivers that drive Uber get higher tips, and, and for longer distances, they get bigger tips for the most part. So, Uber drivers are not being well tipped, is what we're getting at. Just know that if you want to get into the biz. That's All right, right. we've got a couple of minutes left. Let's get into some of these Google things. This is highly, highly encouraged. I really uh, want people to think about this. Google has launched, uh, they're called health, uh, health and Wellness Apps. And so these ones are very much, I thought, were critical. First one's called Unlock Clock. I call this the Shame App. Because what it does is every time you unlock your phone, it tells you how many times you've opened it that day. So, And it's like watching a clicker. And it almost gets, re like, the more you open it, you can set timers. So if you hit 50, it starts to go yellow. If you start to hit 180 or 200, it, it actually goes red. So it's almost shaming you for looking at your phone. It's like, why are you looking at me? Is it that critical? Following that is called Postbox. One of the reasons we look at our phone is we heard the ding. We heard that little note of it. It vibrated. What was that reason? Postbox is an app by Google that you can now take all your notifications and think of it as a mailbox. It puts it all into this nice little area. No more vibrating. No more in uh, uh, pop-ups or otherwise. Postbox will keep it into a nice little compressed area where you can then tell you, I want to see it three times a day. I want to see it once a day. Next is Morph. This one I love. Morph lets you pick what are you doing at that certain. So right now, if you're at work, you can say only these apps are allowed to connect with me. It will not give you Bubble Bubble. It will not give you Candy Crush. It will only give you... Can I put Wordscape in there? You can put Wordscape in there for good, you. Right, yes. Good. And then you get home. You switch it to home. Morph will then let you remove all your work apps and only give you your social life. So here's my work apps. Here are my leisure apps. Here's my leisure app. Here's my vacation apps. And then last is Desert Island. And Desert Island is the one that is exactly that. It will put you into a, a cotus uh, of literally just crucial apps, only up to seven. And that's the only thing that will let you have access for that day. Uh, Tech Talk, we do this every Friday at 1135, brought to you by our good friends at Hamilton Limousine. Have a great weekend. You too. Thanks, go, Bill. Go for a walk and check <laughs> out the colors <laughs> of the leaves. I'm soaking it up. I am soaking it up. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.